Welcome to episode 146 of the Sports Marketing Huddle, a podcast that looks at all things marketing in the world of sports. Alongside Brian Cristiano, I'm Rob Cressy. Today's topic, GNC gets their Super Bowl ad pulled. But first, like we do every episode, we're going to give you a fact about me of the day so you can get to know a little bit more about us. Brian, what's your fact about me of the day? So the last three years, I've been uh, I've been covering the Super Bowl ads and commenting on them live on WNY and CBS here in New York. And so the last three years, I have not been out at parties or even with my wife or my friends or anyone, my coworkers. I've been at CBS in the studio watching the games, uh, watching the Super Bowl. It is such an interesting experience. I was just telling somebody here today that when you watch it in that kind of environment where everyone's busy, everyone's working, but everyone's still sports fans. So everyone's like cheering, but like really kind of like scrambling, getting stuff done. Done, there's like two elements to what's happening in the newsroom there and then the sports desk which is you've got half of the newsroom like creating you know stuff and clips and whatever for news and for online so they're they're paying attention to the game and then you got the other half um like myself who's really paying attention to the commercials and when the commercials are hitting we're creating rundowns and having quick discussions on are we going to include that are we going to talk about it if we aren't why if we are why and so on the super bowl for me feels like it's 15 minutes long it's because it's just like a grind and then we're on air so it's kind of a really exciting cool way to watch it uh, to kind of work through the game but it's totally different perspective on watching the Super Bowl. So Brian, my fact about me of the day is going to be on a completely other spectrum because we're just uh, popping the trunk and doing this one uh, quickly. My fact about me of the day, I'm currently in a 12-day meditation streak. I meditate all the time, but it's hard to do it on the weekends. But right now, 12 days in a row, which is a record for me. Good for you. That's awesome, man. Thank you. Which brings us back to the topic, GNC's Super Bowl ad controversy. So here's the nuts and bolts of it. GNC wants to run a Super Bowl ad. They get everything approved, I believe, twice until something gets popped up, I believe, by USA Today saying that GNC is uh, a banned company for the NFL because they sell supplements that are on the banned substance list for players, even though I believe it's less than 5% of what GNC sells. And GNC's ad was not allowed to show any supplements. Actually, their ad is nothing to do with anything like that. It's actually a very inspirational ad. But the problem is uh, the NFL doesn't want on their biggest day, a company who is banned from people using them to then advertise and really put Fox as the one who's in the middle of this of, I don't know if not doing due diligence, but Fox had to then pull them from advertising because it doesn't work for the NFL. This is a really, really bizarre scenario, right? Like commercials have been pulled before in the past. Typically the reason they've been pulled is you know, first of all, let me take a quick step back. You don't just get into the Super Bowl as a, as an advertiser just by saying, "Hey, I've got six six million bucks. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna buy an ad." You have to be approved by the NFL. You have to be approved by the broadcast partner of the of the Super Bowl for that year. Um, it has to go through some regulations. It has to go through approval process. Um, they get final say on certain things like logos and the edit and even the content. We talked about in the last episode. Eighty four lumber uh, had to re edit their spot because it was quote too. Polite. 
political literally like a few days before the Super Bowl. So here we are, though. That happens because... You know, GoDaddy has had some stuff pulled in the past or threatened to have it pulled because they try to push the envelope too far. GNC has been approved, I think, for over a month. Um, they had already, maybe even longer, back in December. Um, they had purchased the spot. They would purchased the airtime. They've been in production for, obviously, a series of, you know, over a month at this point. Um, they had even gone back and forth with Fox over approvals of the actual edited spot. And apparently last Friday, from what I've heard, um, Fox had requested that they make some changes to the logo at the end. And they complied. And then all of a sudden, yesterday... Um, Fox, you know, responds back to him and says, sorry, your ad's been pulled. You cannot, not just your ad, you as an advertiser cannot advertise in the Super Bowl. In the 11th hour, which is just unheard of and it's unprecedented, and GNC is basically saying, wait a minute, wait a minute. We've been approved. We've gone through all the due diligence. So has Fox. So apparently has the NFL. Maybe Fox didn't really do the do the due diligence. Maybe it's just politics from the you know Players Association. I don't know what it is. Obviously, that's the big question mark right now however for gnc to get its ad pulled in the 11th hour and they've already not only paid for the production put the time and energy and created a campaign called courage to change around it whether or not you like it it's not controversial they're not promoting a product they're just promoting the brand gnc to get it pulled in the last hour the ceo at gnc is absolutely infuriated as would i be this is a bizarre scenario rob it is, and I have to correct myself, it's less than 3% of products at GNC. Here's the thing, Brian, so when I started thinking about, all right, so how angry would I be, or, or what's the what's the fallout from this? Quite frankly, if I'm Fox, it's sorry it was our error that we didn't catch this, but in the end, the NFL is the one that they're serving to. So yes, it's very unfortunate in GNC's case that you go all the way down the line. I mean. Think about the millions of, of opportunities in life where just something at the last second just does not go your way where it's, sorry, we gave away your seats at the airplane. Or you're just like, what? How did that happen? I already paid. Hey, sometimes in life that happens. And unfortunately, in this situation, this is on the highest level here. And it does make sense from Fox's standpoint to say, all right, we shouldn't be advertising for someone who's on a banned substance for the NFL because they're our number one priority. And unfortunately, GNC falls farther on down the line in the list of priorities. It's really weird to me because to, to me, it can only be one of two things. It's either politics and the NFL had approved it and so did Fox. And then there's some politics behind the scenes that said, you know what? We're going to unapprove this. It's either that or... Or somewhere along the line, somebody did not do their due diligence and gave approval to, to, to GNC when they should not have given approval from day one. Either way, GNC really has a strong case here. And actually, literally, like as we start recording the show, so anybody knows, we're getting this out today, but we're recording this around noon on Friday before the Super Bowl. So literally within the last hour, um, there has been leaked a legal letter of intent from GNC to Fox. Um, and, and they are claiming significant economic and rep and reputational damages lost opportunities consequential damages and the letter ends with please consider this letter a notice that further legal action is anticipated and take appropriate steps to preserve all potentially relevant documents and electronically stored information um i think unless fox and the nfl come to an agreement to allow gnc to continue to run the ad gnc is going to sue the shit out of fox and or the nfl however those contracts uh line up i obviously don't know but they clearly have already sent that letter in 
intent to basically say, we're going to sue you. So this is a very, very interesting thing because as far as GNC was concerned, and there's actually like a ad age did a behind the scenes thing of them filming this commercial in the process. And the CEO and some of the marketers even said, this is kind of like a last chance for GNC to really reposition and brand itself. And because for GNC, who's never made this level of investment in marketing before like this, not in the Super Bowl, this is a super big expense and it needs to pay off. So for them, they were kind of gambling anyway. And now to have that taken out, they've already spent the money on production and everything else and the time and energy. There really is a bad case for them. And so it's going to be interesting to see legally how this plays out or if Fox and the NFL make an exception. Shout out to USA Today Sports for their investigative journalism because this is something that anybody could have discovered. Yeah. Because out of nowhere, it's like, oh, this happened. So the next thing, Brian, could this turn, could this be uh, a hidden gem for GNC? The amount of potential exposure. Sure, we're, we're dealing with. I don't know if negative publicity, less than desirable because things aren't going to go as well. Is How can they spin this to where this is a, a positive in the event that they don't get a Super Bowl ad? I don't really know, in all honesty. I, I don't see GNC winning in this scenario with the exception of maybe you know getting their money back from a lawsuit or whatever, right? So I can tell you if you go to GNC's uh, YouTube page, they already have the ad up. They have 1.7 million views, which sounds really great in theory until you actually look and see it only has 144 uh, thumbs up and 15 thumbs down, which on 1.7 million views means that it's because they're buying pre-roll on, Facebook, on, on, on YouTube. So those, those views are not necessarily like organic views or people are like, wow, this is a great commercial. The vast majority of that is just bought pre-roll. So does anyone actually care about this commercial? Does anyone actually care about GNC? Does anyone really feel bad for GNC? I don't know. I don't know. So it's going to be interesting. This will work out in their favor if they convince Fox and the NFL um, to actually air the ad. Then it becomes a big story. Then they get in the you know in the Super Bowl. And then they get all of the PR, potential positive, negative, uh, you know, fallout from that. If not, is anyone going to remember that this even happened to GNC aside from you and I on Monday? No. Nope. And quite frankly, I don't think I would care enough to go look at the video aside from the fact that we do this podcast. The general population isn't going to be like, oh, but what about that GNC ad that was normal but got banned because of the NFL banned substance list? Yep. Yep. You'd be better off if you got banned because, oh, holy crap, like they really pushed the envelope and that was insane or sick or crazy and just pushed it too far. Or they would have, then people would have wanted to watch it, go and watch it. But like, Courage has changed. It's a beautiful spot. It's inspirational. I like it. But the reality is, is anyone going to go and seek this out? Nope. No. So, all right, Brian. So what's your takeaway from this? Ooh. This one's tough um, because there's so many different ways that I could go with this, this, this takeaway or advice. And, you know, all right, I'm going to give advice on the side of businesses doing business with other businesses. So if I'm on the Fox side or if I'm on the NFL side and there's a lot of red tape or there's a lot of structure and things, you need to make damn sure that you are crossing your T's and dotting your I's um, and whatever internal politics are already fleshed out before you start making deals and business uh, you know, contracts with other organizations, people, businesses, vendors, because this is the kind of stuff, obviously Fox and NFL can handle whatever lawsuit you know, financially GNC throws at them, but still, do you want to deal with that as an organization even if you've got the cash to, to, you know, to back it up? 
I, I certainly wouldn't. So you really got to make sure that, you know, your process is buttoned up and you know what you're doing. And if there's stuff that needs approval, you can't move forward with that stuff without getting the approval because it could come to bite you in the ass later. And I think that's what we're seeing here with GNC and Fox. Yeah, and I think having a meticulous attention to detail with everything that you do, even for small businesses from a branding standpoint, uh, there's so many companies that don't think about what does your cover photo look like? Are you tweeting something that's blurry? Uh, editorially, are you using punctuation? Does everything flow right? Uh, for me, it's a standard of your brand. Everything you do is a touch point of what you do. So yeah, it's unfortunate GNC is doing this, but I would also like to think, did, did this cross GNC's mind at any point? Would they proactively say, listen, we're on the banned substance list. They may be the first advertiser to try and advertise on the Super Bowl from the banned company's list. So there's a little proactive thinking that could have been done there by GNC. Uh, so Ryan, what's the action item you want to give everybody? I'm going to give the same action item that we gave in the last episode, which is Tweet at Rob and I during the Super Bowl when you see commercials and let us know your thoughts. I'll be live on uh, WLNY and then CBS later uh, here in New York talking about it. And then Rob and I are going to be doing another podcast on Monday, wrapping up the winners and losers of the Super Bowl commercials. So if you've got some thoughts, good, bad, or other, definitely hit us up and let us know what you think as you see it in the Super Bowl. (laughs) 